Whatever you wind up doing is exactly what you should be doing. And I have not behaved one single day of my life, not one day of my life have I behaved and I am fine. I need your help. I can't tell you what it is. You can never ask me about it later and we're going to hurt some people. Whose car are we going to take? joining us on the Nikki Maduro show on YouTube. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, no matter what the time is when you're watching this. I got a lot of the reason I'm talking like that is I got about two notes within the past like five days uh, regarding being able to catch the show in replay and wanting to catch it live. And so that's reminding me and I'll, I have to continue doing this throughout the show because I know some of you join in the middle. This show is moving time starting in a couple of weeks in August. We are going to move to the mornings. It's going to start at nine o'clock in the morning Pacific time. So if that works better for a lot of you, because I'm getting a lot of excitement. I think a lot more people will be able to join live when we start moving to the morning. Of course, it'll take some time for people that missed the announcement, but that will be starting soon. Um, but until then, fabulous show. Uh, today, of course, we're going to talk about Trump being sent that target letter. I don't know why he's surprised. He acts like he's surprised about things. But of course, the grift, the grift has begun. And so we'll get into that. We'll also get some reactions from some of his opponents for the Republican nomination for president, that being Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Talk a bit about pay. Oakland Mayor Shang Tao is basically doing what I will say I give her props for. She's like, you know, I know you could pay me this much on the scale. I want the lower end of the scale, which I think is awesome, especially at a time when we are really short of cash for things like, I don't know, paying California firefighters. It's amazing what jobs we value so much and yet pay so little. And speaking about getting paid, would you lie about things that perhaps you believe in or slash support, just support in order to make money? There was a server who pretended to support Blue Lives Matter. And does it matter? Should you be able to do and say whatever you want, even if it's a lie, just to get that almighty dollar? There is a couple of people in San Francisco that are trying to save Anchor Brewing. We'll get into that and we'll tell you how you could support it if you want to see Anchor Steam uh, still being sold in the Bay Area. It's still existing, basically. Uh, Martha Stewart is being made fun of for being out of touch, which doesn't surprise me. When you talk about rich people, sometimes their perception of reality is so different than our own. At the same time, on the flip side, the wife of a very wealthy man kept things in perspective on a recent trip. How do you feel about getting an automatic speeding ticket? Well, it's coming to the Bay Area where if you go over, what, 11 miles per hour? You'd get an automatic speeding ticket. Now, it, it does kind of piss me off when they can find me speeding, but they can't pe find people quick enough to stop highway shootings in Oakland or whatever. So I don't know how I feel about that. You guys let me know. And also those new anti-theft gates, they're spreading around the Bay Area. I want to hear from you. Do you care? Like, 
for instance, for me, there is a, there's a grocery store I go to that has metal ones and there was no big announcement about it. You just take your cart and you kind of go in this way. And I think it's really, if I, if I, I could be mistaken, but I feel like it's only on one side. So technically you can go in the other door on the other side and get in without going through those gates. I think I'm correct. I'll, I'll do a little investigation today because I have to go to the grocery store, but I don't care. But other people are saying, oh my God, this is awful. It just shows the erosion of the Bay Area. I don't know. I just don't feel like going through uh, security doors is, is that big of a deal. And to round out the show, we'll do some celebrity news. Miranda Lambert chastised someone at her concert for taking a selfie. And now she's getting chastised by those people. And who's in the right and who's in the wrong here? Because I can only imagine, you know, you're putting your heart and soul into a concert and people aren't paying attention. They're taking selfies. They're doing whatever. But at the same time, they're excited and they paid to be there. So should you be chastising somebody that paid to be there? Uh, there is a series that has gotten a waiver from the Screen Actors Guild to continue production. Uh, have you, any of you guys watched The Chosen? It's a, it's a series that has to do with uh, Jesus. Anybody? My parents love watching it. I have not watched any of it. I hear it's very, very well done. Um, but yeah, apparently they can continue production. They got a waiver from SAG. I will explain why. And I was gone for this, but Kim, when she was filling in for the show, talked to our friend, Maureen Langan, who was on America's Got Talent. There are some people saying America's Got, America's Got Talent is unfair and they should change the name of the show. So all of that and so much more is coming up. Uh, but first, please click the thumbs up button, you guys, to show your support of the show. Do it each and every time because it helps us out. And dude, Wes, you are the best. Wes starting us off in the super chat with a $5 super sticker. You're awesome. Thank you, Wes, so very much. If you want to be like Wes, and you know you do, just look for the dollar sign under the live chat box and you could donate a super sticker, super comment. We read those comments on the show if you obviously do it live. Uh, and you could donate any amount. And the number one way to support the show is to become a monthly Patreon subscriber. So just go to thenickymadoroshow.com the Nikki Maduro show.com. And please, it, it, this is our income, basically our monthly income. We only get paid once a month through Patreon. And so if you could think of it as a monthly tip, whatever you could afford, I don't want people, you know, spending their last dollar on us, but if you have some extra dollars and I just sent a message out on Patreon, somebody bumped up their donation to $25. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, I really, really do appreciate it. I know Kim does as well. So again, the Nikki Maduro show.com, please consider uh, being a monthly Patreon subscriber. You can also donate uh, through PayPal at the Nikki Maduro show at gmail.com. And you can buy some merchandise. Uh, the Nikki Maduro shop.com is all the places to do that. Um, okay. So let's get into it. Uh, former president Trump, he was sent a target letter and uh, he's been told by the Justice Department that he is obviously going to be brought in like the former vice president was and others to talk about the January 6th insurrection. He should not be surprised, but I swear to God, this guy acts like he couldn't see it coming. So he goes on his truth social nonsense and he starts blasting about, I was sitting with family. I get this, this target letter. Alyssa Farrah Griffin, she was his former press secretary. She's now on The View. Uh, she was kind of weighing in on this, on The View. 
And I actually pulled the sound because I know some of you have been saying that the sound is a little low. Um, but yeah, she's been basically saying, you know, her reaction to this is one happiness, but then she said something that everyone needs to keep in mind because I'm sorry if you are sending former president Trump money, you have failed the intelligence test. Here is Alyssa Farah Griffin on the view. I want to be happy about it. The whole thing just makes me depressed. Um, it is the right thing. He should be charged. Um, I met voluntarily with the Department of Justice investigators. I met with the January 6th committee. Without sharing anything I shouldn't, they were very interested in sort of whether he knew he lost the election. In my recounting, which I've shared before, he knew he lost, at least in the, the days right after. Is there a quote that he, he said he's, to He's said directly yeah. to me that he acknowledged he lost, but yeah. I don't know if he's changed his mind since then, but that matters because it will allow them to prove that he knew he lost and he still wanted to defraud the public. He still wanted to incite a mob to go to the Capitol and storm the Capitol. So that's a really important piece. From what I know of his legal team, they're most afraid of the documents case in terms of the legal exposure. Because mm -hmm. it's just very easy. It's yeah. much easier case but this easy. puts front and center the worst day of his presidency something that was one of the most tragic things that happened in recent memory and was an attack on our democracy and he's kind of workshopping these lines of like i was indicted for you he was not indicted for you he was indicted because he refused to accept or he's likely going to be indicted because he refused to accept he lost the election right. and now what he's doing is 10 percent of all his campaign donations go to his legal bills oh my gosh it's all a grift it's all a grift. And I love that she said it like that. I really do. It's a grift, people. Again, he's supposed to be so freaking rich. He's supposed to be so rich. And yet, he's asking you for money? And 10% is going to his legal fees? If you hear him, like she said, say, I got indicted for you, no mf'er you got indicted because of what you did or didn't do or said and again it needs to be proven they better have this case like it it better be you know sl a slam dunk because if not all it's going to do is help him now ron DeSantis, obviously he's the distant second place at least at this point for the republican nominee for president uh, he was also weighing in on what he thought. He was doing some sort of uh, presser. And so he was basically asked, you know, what he thought about, you know, obviously the, the letter. But January 6th in general. Now, I'm going to play you the sound again. Again, this is Ron DeSantis talking about Donald Trump and, you know, what he did and did not do. On January 6th. difference between being brought up on criminal charges and, and doing things like, for example, um, I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully. O of course that. But to try to criminalize that, that's a that's a different issue entirely. And I think that we we want to be in a situation where, you know, you don't have one side just constantly trying to put the other side in jail. I just love how he says it like that. Stop trying to put us all in jail. Well, stop committing alleged crimes. Like, just stop. And the people are like, oh, they've been after Trump. Because Trump, 
has had this reputation before he ever made it to the White House. And he's finally, that's why he had that Teflon Don nickname. Nothing could stick. Nothing could stick. But it makes you wonder, right? If somebody is constantly being the subject of, of alleged charges, you know, some would argue, well, they can't get it. They just don't like the guy. I mean, it can't just be that. So we'll see. We will see if this target letter is going to do anything to Trump's popularity, to whether or not he still becomes or remains the front runner. Now, Nikki Haley is also, she's going to be part of the debates. She was asked recently on whether or not, um, you know, this is going to impact Trump's campaign and, and what he should do, you know, for the sake of the country, for the sake of the party. Here again is Nikki Haley. I mean, the rest of this primary election is going to be in reference to Trump is going to be about lawsuits. It's going to be about legal fees. It's going to be about judges. And it's just going to continue to be a further and further um, distraction. And that's why I am running is because we need a new generational leader. We can't keep dealing with this drama. We can't keep dealing with the negativity. We can't keep dealing with all of this. We've got China that's literally trying to be at war with us. You've got Iran building a bomb. You've got North Korea detaining a soldier and testing ballistic missiles. We need to focus on the debt and the lack of transparency in schools and crime and the craziness on the border. We can't be sitting there focused on lawsuits over and over again. And so, you know, when it comes to the debate, what I'll say is, um, you know, we can't complain about Biden not debating RFK. If Trump is not going to get on the debate stage and stand next to us, I have never known him to be scared of anything. I certainly don't expect him to be scared of the debate stage. And so I think he'll have to get on there and he'll have to talk about well, these lawsuits and how we're going to get past sorry, it. Sorry, you're suggesting he's not going to be there? I, he has said he's not going to be there. I know that he's not scared of a debate stage, so I would fully expect him to be there. Okay, and let, I think let, the let Republicans just, should let, expect him to be there. Let me pause you right there. there. Here he is with Maria on that exact question this past Sunday. Watch. Are you participating in the upcoming debate? Well, you know, it's a uh, quite an uh, easy question normally. Uh, Ronald Reagan didn't do it, and a lot of other people didn't do it. When you have a big lead, you don't do it. And so you're leading people by 50 and 60 points, and... You say, why would you be doing a debate? It's not it's actually not fair. Why would you let somebody that's at zero or one or two or three, you know, be popping you with questions? What what about that? Well, you do it because you want to serve the American people. You don't show that you're serving the American people by being absent. You show that you want to serve the American people by showing up. It's the same issue with Biden not debating RFK. You if you are going to serve the people, you have to show up and tell them why you're the person to do it. I look forward to being on that debate stage. I look forward to talking about how we're going to make America strong and proud again. And I think that he should be on that debate stage again. You know, and let's welcome Kim McAllister to the show. I, there's a couple things to dissect there. Hi, Kim. I feel like on one hand, like to start it off, you know, Trump leaving the race, I highly doubt that's going to happen, even if he is officially indicted. I think you know, even if he's found guilty, I, I just don't think he'll ever officially drop out because it gives him a bit of cover. But Nikki Haley did have a lot of good points there. You know, one, this is a distraction for the Republican Party. It can't possibly help. Um, I do think that it hinders Trump, if especially if he becomes the nominee against Biden. But do you think that he's going to debate 
I mean, he makes the point. I'm so far ahead. Why do I have to? He has a hard time staying out of the spotlight. Right. He has a hard time when a microphone is anywhere near him, not saying, not like flocking to it. Right. So I tend to think he can't help himself. Mm. That's what I think. Um, it'll be interesting to see again, again, the debates in like five weeks. So we'll know. I love how Nikki Haley's like, he's scared. He better not be. She's trying to to goad him into it. Right. Right. Like, but at the same time, you have to wonder if that's going to backfire on her. She's like, I don't know him to be afraid of anything, like kind of goading him right to be in part of the debate. But if he is, he will suck all the attention. You know, it's going to take some, you know, more Chris Christie type of huevos, right. To call Mm -hmm. him out and not care because, there was one article I was reading. Some people think Chris Christie is actually going to be the number two very shortly. That he's just going to kind of be that spoiler for DeSantis, who isn't apparently polling well. And, you know, that it could be Chris Christie. Now, I do not think in any way, shape, or form that Chris Christie will ever be, get the nomination. No. But it'd be nice to see an entire stage of, of, of candidates take on Trump and call him out for his BS. Don't you think DeSantis is just kind of Trump Jr.? I think he's trying to like dance yeah. that line, right? He's trying to dance like he could have done more on January 6th, right? Like he was trying to yeah. thread that needle a little bit, but at the same time, not officially calling him out. Now, again, do you want a president that doesn't have the backbone to to stand up say to somebody wrong. else? Yeah. You know, it doesn't but, make any sense. Christie is not Trump light. Christie is, I think, right. the candidate for the current candidate for Republicans that don't like what Trump did, but still have conservative, you know, thoughts, ideologies, right. and whatever. And so he might appeal to people who can recognize that Trump is dangerous for America, but they still want, you know, conservative policies put into place. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Now, what do you think about Biden? debating rfk nikki haley's and i feel like she's just they're just doing this as a spoiler right like you want to draw obviously some democratic votes away from president biden and so of course you want him to debate somebody uh even if it is rfk do you think president biden should debate rfk and any other possible candidates that come out i think that um RFK giving him a platform and a stage to spout conspiracy theories is irresponsible. Mm -hmm. If there was a legitimate candidate, you know, that, uh, okay, let's throw some out there. If Buttigieg, if Harris, if Newsom, if, you know, pick a candidate that isn't spouting conspiracy theories, falsehoods, and maybe needs some mental health care, then, okay, that's a, that, you know, there's a, you can make an argument that a sitting president should go and de- do this debate, but I don't think giving a, a platform to a conspiracy theorist is wor- a worthy endeavor. Now, Randy, I, I, I'm assuming that you have a typo in your, in your comment, but he says, if RFK Jr. continues to poll as he does, I think mm-hmm. Biden needs to debate him. RFK is currently polling at he says 205. I don't know what you meant. Uh, I just did a quick Google search, but this was from like almost a month ago. I don't have, let me see if I could find the latest poll between Bard Biden and RFK. Okay. So the Washington post says RFK jr is surging, but only amongst Republicans, uh, Democrats largely support Biden. So let's right. see. So Biden, let's see the YouGov asked the Demo- democratic primary voters, how they plan to vote. 
The results have been about the same. Biden gets between 62 and 67 percent of the vote. Kennedy, 8 to 12. Marianne Williamson, who also ran in 2020, gets between 4 and 6 percent. Um, I, mean, I don't think Bernie so, that's high enough to make it. You Dem need to. Democrats are are believers in science for the most part, right? Democrats are believer in uh, believers in things that are reasonable, rational, logical, scientific things that make sense. Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, tell, I me mean I, tell me if I'm wrong. No, the, the thing I that I they're going, asked, they're not going for RFK. Yeah, my my conservative friend who we always have, you know, very uh, civil conversation. She's mm -hmm. like, well, why doesn't he date RFK or debate RFK? And her even saying that to me spoke volumes like mm -hmm. who you guys have never talked about RFK as a legitimate candidate before. Now, all of a sudden he's coming out with his wackadoo ideas. And you're like, yes, he's a spoiler. You don't. And that's the thing. Like, I want a good president. I don't want just somebody that's going to be a spoiler for the uh, opposing side, quote unquote. Right. He is wackadoo. And so I told her, I said, listen, if you have a major platform and yeah, a big microphone where people listen to you, it is your duty and responsibility to have facts, to have evidence, no obscure Wikipedia pages or some nonsense. You could put anything on the internet, people, right. anything you want on the internet. Mm -hmm. And that is like the way RFK speaks. I heard this nonsense, you know, it, you know, the COVID only targeted blacks and whites and it didn't, it didn't target Ashkenazi Jews. Are you freaking kidding me right now? And he says it like it's fact. And yeah. that is what makes RFK dangerous. Now, if you want to be honest, conservatives and say, we just want him as a spoiler, fine, but be honest about it. You mm -hmm. sure as hell don't think that RFK is going to be a good candidate for president. Stop it. Just stop it. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And so Randy says 12% gets you on the debate stage. But Tony says waiting to hear anything of facts from RFK, debating him is dumb. Shouldn't debate just because of the polls. Um, nah, I disagree with you a little bit, Tony. Like, look, honestly, but we're talking about an incumbent president. Right. For an incumbent president to debate, he would have to be in jeopardy within his own party. Right. Like he's not in jeopardy within his own party. He's he's got the nomination to debate would be to say that we do not believe the incumbent president should run again. Now, of course, that's another debate, but we don't have another candidate worthy of taking over Biden. We just don't. So, no, I don't think that Biden should debate RFK. I don't think that RFK is responsible with his messaging to the public. I think that he's counting on the rising people that love to believe conspiracies and anything they read on the Internet. And so that's that candidate. Knock yourself out. But any conservative that says Biden should debate RFK, you're just looking for a spoiler. Stop it. It's just not. It, and it's not. Again, it's irresponsible. Yeah, exactly. You're to giving a, a bigger to, microphone. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, yeah. unless you want to spread more falsehoods and more conspiracies amongst the American people, which, you know, do we really need that? We've already seen what that causes. Yeah, exactly. I just and just because he has Kennedy in his freaking name does not make him qualified to be president. Stop it already. Just stop it. Um, yeah, and, and let's just leave it with this last comment from Tony. Debate the other Republicans, you know? Exactly. Uh, if RFK wants to debate, go ahead. Go put your put your ideas up there. Yeah. If conservatives like him so much, then there you go. Put welcome him, him aboard, right? Welcome him to yours, exactly.
Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Thanks to everybody that was weighing in on that. Um, you know, you like to see people in positions of power try and do the right thing, right? Um, Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao, she is due for a raise. Apparently, it's in the city charter that it mandates the mayor get a pay bump. But there is a scale. People know what scales is, right? There's a high end, there's a low end. Yeah. And uh, Mayor Shang Tao said she believes that she should get the low end of the raise. She says that she says this year, given the significant financial challenges the city is facing, I urge the city council to set the mayor's salary at the lowest amount legally required by the city charter. Sh- charter. As a leader, I know this is in the best interest of the city's fiscal health and is also the right thing to do. The reason why I mean this, don't you feel like it's always the right thing to do? Like, I, not to be, you know, to deny people their wages, okay? And and absolutely, you put the work in and everything like that. But it, you're hard-pressed in this economy right now, even though, you know, uh, the economy actually is flourishing and everything. People have a hard time making ends meet. And when we talk about unions and worker pay compared to CEOs, which I'm going to kind of compare the mayor's office to like a CEO, it's nice to see that those in power don't want to get every single dollar, even though many could argue that they don't work as hard as the lower paid workers, right? I mean, you look at a CEO, and I'm not saying the pressure isn't a lot, the education, there's a value to all of that. And I am not knocking it. But a lot of people give their blood, sweat, and tears for minimum wage or a little above. And it shouldn't necessarily be that much or it shouldn't be that way when the CEOs make so much money, when there is such a disparity, right? Um, so I applaud Mayor Shang Tao for doing that. You know, and then on the flip side, it's the value we place on certain jobs that just gets to me. We talk about teachers all the time on the show. Teachers are so underpaid for what is the, the most important job arguably there is educating the next generation. Mm-hmm. We give p- these people our children, which if you're a parent, <laughs> one of the most valuable things in your life. And for eight hours a day, we give our children and their minds to teachers. And yet we argue about how much we pay them. Another vital job, of course, is first responders, emergency officials, I don't know, firefighters. So apparently, California continues once again to face a shortage of recruits for fire departments. So Senator Alex Padilla is advocating for higher pay for federal firefighters. Many start at 12 to $15 an hour. It's crazy. Cal Fire firefighters start at $20, $20 an hour. Mm. You could not pay me $20 an hour to, to, to run into a burning forest. Not happening. Not happening. It is dangerous. It is scary. So apparently there was a temporary increase in pay, but it expires September 30th. So this bipartisan bill would need to be made, need to be passed and be made permanent. If it's not, 11,000 federal firefighters will have to take a $20,000 pay cut. I don't know why our our fiscal 
uh, promises, our money, our budget, our budgets don't align with what we really align with what we truly think is important in this world. I really don't. And it, and it bothers me to no end. We are wildfire season can be yearly in the state of California and we're only going to pay our federal firefighters so little outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. Now, Gordon says, raise the minimum hourly rate for everyone or just for firefighters, federal firefighters. I just, it, it, it's, um, how do you talk, how do you talk, talk people into going into certain fields if they know when they do that and all of the work it takes to get there, they're not going to be compensated for. Uh, Randy asks a great question. You want to pay teachers more in California. Where is the money going to come from? Mm. What are you willing not to spend money on? Um, I'll tell you this, and I know this is, might be a very controversial answer. I would like teachers to be considered under the umbrella of public safety. I think the large amount of money that we put towards public safety should be divvied up more for teachers. You want to reduce crime? You want to reduce the pipeline of young people getting into a life of crime? Pay teachers better. Smaller classrooms, after school programs, mentorships, adult education, all of these areas. We actually know this. Research has shown time and again that societies and communities that invest in education see lower crime. Teachers should be part of public safety. They just should. And there's always plenty of money. I mean, I know at the federal level and then it has to go down. But yeah, I absolutely do. They keep us safe. They keep our children safe. I mean, am I wrong? Uh, teachers, firefighters should not get a pay cut, Gordon. Absolutely right. Calvin says, in the old days, CEOs got 20 times the average worker today, 400 times more than yeah. the average worker. I mean, go ahead. Look at what Bob Iger with Disney is saying about how much they can't pay people. It's not as if he's willing to cut his CEO pay. No. And I don't know how we change that. I mean, we, you know, we can't mandate that companies not pay their CEOs exorbitantly, can we? Well, I mean, no. And a lot of it, you know, see, here's the thing. If you really want to, it's all about taxes, right? What they can write off, stock options. It's it's the way they manipulate the money in order to keep their money and their wealth, mm -hmm. right? And it's legal. And why is it legal? Because you lobby those writing the laws to ensure that it stays legal. It's, um, it's hard when... People who have means debate public programming, public programs, social services, things like that. Oh, it's going to make them lazy. Are you lazy with all the tax write-offs that you get? <laughs> Does it make you lazy when your, you know, your CPA finds you another way to, to hide all of that money so you don't have to pay taxes? I'm not knocking you. I think it's human nature to want to pay as little taxes as possible, but stop ask, acting like you're not getting welfare. You just call it something else. That's the problem. That's the thing that bothers me so much is rich people 
wealthy, and I'm talking about one percenters, right? CEOs making 400 times their workers complaining, right? They sit on this high horse of judgment of the poor and tell them to pick themselves up from their bootstraps. Well, I don't see many of them, and there are some of them, I'm not going to knock all of them, but some of them would not be willing to rewrite the tax laws in order to benefit the workers below them because that's what it would require. Now, there are those, who is it? Is it the you know, granddaughter or niece of Walt Disney or whatever? She's always come out and said, yeah. you know, tax me more. There are wealthy people like, you should be taxing me more. She's Love saying, and she says that they she should that Disney workers should be paid more. Exactly. Yeah. But mm -hmm. no, but it's like, no, shush, shush, shush. I want to keep my money, but I want to judge the poor. I want to judge those that are looking for social service. Oh, it's just a handout. This welfare state. Remember I was paying you Marjorie Taylor Greene's quote yesterday. There was like a campaign ad for Biden. Yeah. Oh my God. He wants to invest in education and infrastructure and social services and Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. mf -er. Like, <laughs> yes. Invest in the people. Invest in the people. All right, I'm off my soapbox. I just it just bothers me. So again, I'm just kind of giving a big thumbs up to Shang Tao. I think that's awesome. Uh, when we come back, um, would you lie for money? Kim, would you lie about supporting something you didn't really support? Just if somebody said, I'll give you a bigger tip or something like that. No. You wouldn't. Well, I mean, it depends on the scenario. But okay. in it, generally what you're talking about, no. Okay, so there like, was would I would I tell people go buy this thing? Would I support an advertiser? Right. Great, great say, example. Like would I've done that? No, I wouldn't do that. Um, so there is this server who lied about supporting Blue Lives Matter because she was serving a bunch of cops. You know, they're chatting her up and what have you. And so she, of course, blew herself out because she made like a TikTok or something about it. But she's like, Yeah, I just lied about it. I said I supported it, even though I don't. Yeah. Because it got me a bigger tip. Is she wrong or is it okay to just kind of lie and be like, thanks for the money. Take the money and run. She didn't really have to do that though. Well, like, I'll lay out this scenario when we come back, but yeah. uh, no, she didn't. You're absolutely right. She did not have to do it. I think it was kind of reading the room type of thing. Um, also, when we come back, we will dissect the effort to save anchor brewing. I'll let you know how you can take part. And it's, you know, I'll say the overhead, you know, the kind of cost to, yeah, to support this is not that high. I mean, it's high for some, but not that, that high. Have you tried the Barbie burger? Anybody? I think we talked about this last week. It's, it looks disgusting, but I want to know if anybody's tried it. Is that and the speaking, cheese one? It's the one, it's the pink burger. Have you seen it? No. I'll show you a picture of it when we come back. It mm. does not look appetizing, but when I describe it to you, actually, I don't know why I'm asking anybody to try it. It's not actually offered here yet. I, I'm silly. It might be coming, but it's not here yet. Mm -hmm. uh, also, speaking of food, Martha Stewart uh, told people to try this, and people were like, you are so freaking out of touch. We can't try it, even if we wanted to. Uh, that's all coming up, but please click that thumbs up button just once to show your support of the show. And here's Kim with the news. Now from around the world to up your street, the Nikki Maduro show presents news czar Kim McAllister. Well, guess who we're starting with? Mm -hmm. That's right. It is former president Donald Trump. 
He says he is the target of a criminal investigation into the 2021 Capitol riot. In a post on Truth Social, the former president said he received the letter Sunday night and was offered a chance to appear before the grand jury set to meet at a federal courthouse in Washington, D.C. later this week. The letter suggests that Trump may soon face an indictment in the Justice Department's investigation focusing on his efforts to stay in power after losing the 2020 election. And this heat wave really not uh, abating for a lot of people. It's it's pretty brutal, uh, especially in the Southwest. Tens of millions of Americans across several states are under heat warnings and advisories, including Arizona, California, and Nevada. Forecasters say record-breaking heat is expected through the middle of the week from Texas to the lower Mississippi Valley. And I don't know, Nikki, what your thought is on back to school spending, but it looks like it's going to be a big year, a staggering $41.5 billion this year. According to the National Retail Federation, dollars spent on back to school shopping will break records up from $36.9 billion last year to again $41.5 billion this year. The increase in spending is primarily driven by more demand for electronics. So, Kim, let me ask you, because I know we sell like, what, a month of, of summer left before school mm-hmm. starts. Do What do you buy before the first day of school versus after school has already started as far as supplies? Well, it's interesting because uh, we've gone to two different schools. At one okay. school, the PTA bought everything. Whatever oh, the, wow. the list was, the that was covered by the you know parent donations. PTA went out and bought it and gave the money, well, gave the money to teachers and they went out and bought the kids everything they needed. Done. At this current school, the teachers put out a list right. and they say you need to arrive with, you know, however many glue sticks, however many pencils, uh, dry erase markers and whatever. And so, yeah, well, I'll do the shopping before school starts because when it's- they arrive on the first day that's when they need it they need it oh that's interesting because it's been our experience that besides obviously like a backpack and a lunch bag and lunch box mm-hmm. and things like that um they don't want you to buy anything until you're told what to buy so they so you go obviously like a pen a paper because obviously you need to write sure. them, maybe a binder to hold something in but yeah because they want a specific type of notebook they want specific types of or colors teachers they put out a list there we is, don't get that list, list beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we get don't get list. that list beforehand. So, I mean, maybe my my daughter's oh god, starting high school. So, I don't know if it'll be different because I'm not yeah. experienced this yet. As now, I'm going to be soon as well as you, the mother of a high schooler. I don't know. I don't know what you'd buy for high school. So, I'm at a loss on this one. Yeah, I'm not buying much. I'm just gonna. They have a backpack, a binder with some paper and some pens and yeah. some pencils. Because other than that, I don't. Know, I don't want to waste money. That's really mm-hmm. why I'm like, I'm not gonna make an assumption. You tell me what I need to buy, and then I'll buy it. And usually, at least our experience, we don't get that list necessarily beforehand. And on the list is a lot of things to donate to the classroom. Exactly. You know, and I always go to Costco for stuff like that. Like the please bring us, you know, that, 20 you know. glue sticks. Well, I know my kid's not going to use 20 glue sticks. So yeah. they must be going to thrown into the glue stick pot for everybody to use. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, D- look please. at Deidre. Deidre says, do not buy everything on the list. I have a drawer full of unused supplies and my kids have been out of school for three years. Oh. <laughs> same, same. Absolutely. You need to package up all those supplies you don't want, Deidre, and just drop them off at and the And donate them. Yeah. Done. That's a good idea. They're out, especially now when they need them. But yeah, I guess because of electronics, people are going to be spending more this year. So 
uh, lawmakers are looking into the role that AI will play in warfare. AI experts testified before a House subcommittee today. Alexander Wang, CEO of Scale AI, told Congress members that the new era of war will be dominated by AI and the nation that can rapidly integrate the technology into its military forces will win. That's a little scary. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's like every movie you've seen come to life. President Biden today is set to meet with a papal envoy heading to Washington. It's the Vatican's efforts to bring peace to Ukraine. So Cardinal Matteo Zuppi will meet with President Biden at the White House later today as part of this three-day visit. The expected uh, conversation will include the human cost of war, repatriating Ukrainian children who have been deported to Russia by the Kremlin. Uh, Authorities in Ukraine estimate nearly 20,000 children children have been taken to Russia or Russian-occupied Crimea. And actor Tom Cruise reportedly tried to broker a deal, leave it to Tom, uh, between SAG-AFTRA and the Hollywood studios. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Cruise spoke with representatives of the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers and urged them to consider establishing protections against artificial intelligence. Tom Cruise also spoke with representatives for Hollywood actors and asked them to consider allowing the promotion of projects during the strike. No word if Cruz's efforts to establish some compromise between the two parties was taken seriously. And this next and last story is for Marley. Because (laughs) Madame Tussauds is celebrating Harry Styles in a big way, along with six other sites worldwide. This week, the Times Square Museum unveiled a wax figure of the Grammy-winning English. Is that it? That's not it. His now famous rainbow jumpsuit. No, that's real. Oh, Kel's like because that looks really. I don't have. You look it up though. I don't have a picture of him in wax. Let me see if I can find. Okay, go ahead. So he's going to appear wax-wise in the Times Square Museum and six more wax Harrys will pop up at sister museums in London, Hollywood, Amsterdam, Berlin, Singapore, and Sydney. The museum notes Styles as one of the biggest stars in the world right now, and they feel the time is right to have it feature his likeness of Styles in the wax museum. Okay, hold on, I I got the picture. They have like three different ones, right? Okay. Um, hold on. This thing needs to be remade. I think you have to sit for that, don't you? They have to like, don't they cast you? I mean, it looks pretty good. Hold on. Let me, let me upload this because my freaking thing is being slow on me. But yeah, I mean, I would assume, I don't think they just do it out of, um, you know, a picture or anything like that. Here we go. These are the three Harry Styles. At least I think these are the three. This is what popped up. And those look like wax figures. That's pretty good. Uh, I like the, I like all of them. I like all of them. I just adore him. I really, really do. Um, I wish I was a bigger fan when I actually saw him. I became a bigger fan after I saw him because I listened to more of his music and everything like that. Cause I know way more of his songs now than I did back then. Um, Oh, come on, Amy, you, think- you have to listen to, to Harry Styles. It's so good. He is really a good singer and he's so positive. He puts out such a positive message to people, especially at his concert. Um, yeah, I love Harry Styles. You guys should get to know him. He's pretty good. So you think those cool. are the wax figures? Yeah, I mean, they definitely look like wax figures. 
Absolutely. They look like wax figures. They don't look like wax figures to you. I think you're, I think you're right. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right because I, I was looking at this video Uh of uh, one that I'll see if I can show it to you. I have to wait for the ad to play, but it does. It looks like uh, the one on the far right with the teal well, jacket. Here is, here's the, um, here's the article on it here. Hold on. Let me show this, share this. So there's one right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, that definitely looks like a wax figure. Yeah. Right. And then let's see, do they have the other ones? Yeah. This is totally a wax figure. That's totally a wax figure. Yeah. Have you ever been to the wax museum? Oh, look at that one. That's a nice one. I mean, yes, his, his, a lot of people have a problem with how he dresses, but I find it to be so fun. And also, people, you have to remember, he's on stage. He's performing. Definitely a wax figure. Oh, Marley will love this. That definitely looks like on his eyes are a little weird. In that you one. might have to take her down to. Oh, look at that. That's kind of a weird outfit. But yeah. Strawberry it's sugar. Like a country, um, country watermelon star. sugar. Uh, uh. That's the song, Amy. Watermelon sugar is a good one. Um, there's so many good songs. There's so many good songs. This is the um, the video. See if I can show it to you. Oh, there we go. Okay. That's oh, wax hairy. That. That's waxy hairy. Look at them eyes. He really is eye, the eyes are good. I mean, yeah, yeah. It looks he looks he looks real. I think they are so good. Yeah. You, you need to stop. Don't tell me you've never heard of Harry Styles before. Stop it. He's so it's yeah. Yeah. They made seven different ones. So yeah. Uh well, good job. And now this is the one where which location is this? This is Engl- the London one, I think, or oh, yeah, well, somewhere in England. UK. See, but so they're they're the they're all over the place though. Again, back to the story. They are in um Times Square in New York. They are in London, Hollywood, Amsterdam, Berlin, Singapore, and Sydney. Oh, nice. There you go. I love you, Amy. Look at Amy. She's like, yes, me and my wife did way too many mushrooms in Los Angeles, Hollywood one night. And our only escape was the Wax Museum, which didn't sound like an escape, but it was. I went with my husband and one of our close friends to the Wax Museum. I had a ball. It is so much fun. You don't think it is? They look so real. And it's yeah, and you're just taking a bunch of selfies with these these wax characters. It was really really fun. Um, you there used to be one in San Francisco at Pier 39, yes, but I don't know there if was. there's a, it's still. I think it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to to Pier 39 in a long time. Yeah, but um, that's awesome. Well, good. There's Harry. Harry Styles. Go check out his music because yeah. honestly, he really is a really good artist. So there you go. Yeah. And off. All we right, go. that's Kim McAllister. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> The okay. end. Party the over. End. I should I should note, I'll end the newscast by saying this report and this show is crowdfunded. Yes. Uh, we count on you to fund the show. Thank you for anything you can do. We have Patreon and PayPal accounts set up at thenickymadoroshow.com. And of course, Super Chat is live. Yeah. And uh, Denise uh, just came in with a $20 super sticker. Thank yeah. you, Denise. Wes starting us off with Thank that you. $5 super sticker. Thanks, so Wes. be just like them. Yeah. There you go. It's awesome. All right. So what would you do? For money, 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 money. Okay, so um, mm. if you're a server, you work for tips. You work for tips. It's kind of the, uh, not that the customer's always right, but it's like, oh, yes, I'm sorry. That doesn't taste to your liking. I will fix that for you. There's apologetic, kind of putting on a show so you make a good tip. But how far should that go? So there was a TikToker 
who posted it on, on obviously TikTok. And she said that her and her friend were laughing that she finessed a Blue Lives Matter supporter for a bigger tip. So in the clip, the two women are seen giggling. And the text reads, when she agreed with the Blue Lives Matter MFR, she was serving at her table and got a $25 tip out of it. She mm. says the man's bill was only 50 bucks. And that's on code switching. So $25 on a $50 bill is huge. So here's my question to you. Was she wrong or is it just part of the job? Um, and what's a lie? I mean, okay, so would I smile if I didn't feel like smiling? That's part of my job is to be pleasant and personable, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess internally I'm lying to myself by putting out this, you know, version of myself that's not true, right? If I'm, you know, have this facade where I'm like, how can I help you today? And da, 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 when maybe I'm not really feeling it. Right. That's that's different though. That's I think that's part of the job. But to to lie about an issue like that, I don't know. I, I would have a hard time looking at myself in the mirror and thinking I'm a good person. It is a tip yeah. though. It is a tip. Now, here's another question. Would you do it just to avoid conflict? What if you were sensing that this cop was a little aggressive, like kind of watching you to see how you would respond to the comment. And so you agreed that way. I smile and say, would you like more coffee? I'm ah. not going to get into a political debate or a discussion over ideas with someone at a table. That's inappropriate. All this right. is not the time or place for that. Mm -mm. Let's ask our friend who just clicked in and I haven't seen his face in so, so very long. There he is. Look at hey! Chip Franklin is here. Chip Franklin. I saw Hello, you in the ladies. chat and the comments. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I just was thinking of you and I looked up at your show. And, you know, it's I do pop in occasionally and to listen and watch. And so oh, it's good. it's fun. You know, um, it's interesting. You know, you're talking about tips because uh, to me, that was like waiting on a table encompasses everything you need to be successful in life because mm. you people are going to screw you over. Yep. Some people are going to really surprise you. It's hard work. You never know when people sit down, what they're going to be. You have to try. And yeah, I learned more waiting on tables than any other job I ever had. Really? Wow. I did. Did you ever? And I think it, I, my kids have never, and I've tried to get them to do it. Well, you have did. to make them. Well, your kids are older now, but I'm, I tell my kids all the time, you have to be in some sort of service job right. at some point in, in young age, because you learn so much about interpersonal skills and also mm -hmm. You know, there's there's just points in your life where you're just gonna have to swallow your pride and do the job, even if people are total a holes to you. Yeah. You know, that sounds like my seven years at KGO. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Suck I mean, it up, Buttercup. But would you good? would you lie about believing in something that you didn't like? Would you agree with you know Blue Lives Matter, right? Right, and the person's just saying okay, just to make that tip. I mean, is no, that okay? No. No, I would, I'd wait till they went to the bathroom and I'd rifle through their wallet, probably <laughs> something like that. Um, no, you know, it's, I mean, we deal with that all the time. And and my wife, uh, Wendy always tells me, you know, like, I mean, I'll be playing golf and I'll just start going off about Trump, you know, just because oh, I think that anybody that still supports that? him. What? I know. It's just going to give you a heart attack though. You should just, no, 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 no. It it feel better. Does Keep it, it inside. Uh, that's going to give me the heart attack. I might get stabbed in the heart, but I mean, I'm not going to have, <laughs> not going to have a heart attack. I, I, you know, it's funny. We talk about that a, a, a lot about, you know, just the state of the world right now. You know, I mean, 
Um, I've actually looked at property in Vancouver, British Columbia. I mean, if he got wow. reelected, I'm gone. You, I'm you're so gone. full of crap. No, you are no, not I'm going gone. to leave. If you he will leave. becomes president again, oh, I'm gone. I might even go to Barcelona. Why Barcelona? I got friends there and they love it. It's just, in fact, it's on the same median as San Diego, where I live now. So it's perfect, you know? Oh, well, but there you anyway. go. No, I, I don't know. To... I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave. Well, you're young um, kids. It's harder for you, you know? Exactly. I tell my kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, different. I always tell, I, I was literally just asking James, my husband, the other day. I was like, do you ever think about just moving and being like, yeah. life could be so much easier somewhere else? Oh, but then I was I mean, like, it's naive to think that way. Totally. But it's always going to there's always going to be issues. But I, I think that with with this particular this is not really about politics anymore. You know, yeah, it's a it's 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 more about like, I mean, I, Mike Pence came out the other day and said that he believes that. Um, women should be forced to have children, even if they know the the babe. The, oh, the, I know. The even it's not viable. What an and act. Tennessee, Tennessee um, wants to, you know, if you leave Tennessee, which I would recommend highly, uh, and go to another state to get uh, an, a procedure or an abortion bill or an abortion, they mm. want to be able to come chase you and bring you back. Oh, I know. You know, it's insane. And and then you know, of course, there's the there there's the twelve states are still technically legal to rape your wife. I mean, mm. we live in. I mean, you know, it's like the Handmaid's Tale is a work of fiction, but today for Republican men, it's really? a playbook, mm. you know, and that's, you know, so I get into these conversations so quickly. See how I did it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm talking to people. It's so right? easy and I don't... though. It's so easy. I just tell Trump supporters. I'm like, you can't find anybody else. There's no other Republican that can lead your party other than Trump who has all of these <laughs> legal problems. And I always look at them like who else? And then they're like, well, what about Biden and RFK? We were talking about that mm -hmm. earlier. And I'm like, RFK is completely irresponsible and spreads conspiracy theories with no basis. Nuts. In fact, he's no better than Trump. I don't want another Trump on the Democratic side. I just don't want that. I'm kind of with Chip on this one. I feel mm -hmm. like um, if there's a second Trump presidency. You're out? That, that Well, it really scares me. Yeah, it's because I feel political. It's I feel like it will be that he will be emboldened, that Republicans will be emboldened, that rights will be whittled away at a, a rapid pace. I just I feel it's going to be really bad for America. So you're just so going to up can, and leave? Well, again, with little kids like we have, it's hard, but I can see Chip's point in a yeah. big way. I can yeah, too, but uh, I feel like it's we say it and then it's so difficult to leave. How about Chief Justice Ted Cruz? If that's oh, not God. enough to get you at right? You know? I know. So. And that's, yeah, that's the scariest part is, is what Trump has done. Well, he wasn't that bad. He appointed three people and it's just insane. It's insane. So where our country did, is heading because of it. I did stand up the other night and oh, I had nice. a joke about, <clears throat> had a joke about, um, this is a new joke I did. It was one about, um, all the jobs that I've had. I used to, I told you this one, I used to work mm -hmm. at a hotel overnight shift. You know that joke I did? And know, one night again. when I'm working, and a guy comes in with his family and he comes up to the counter and he goes, I hope the porn's disabled. I go, no, it's regular porn, you sick bastard. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's pretty good. But, That's um, pretty good. So anyway, so I did that. And this woman comes up and she shoot. She goes, you're making fun of the disabled. And I go, what is wrong with you? What are yeah. you doing in a comedy club? So, but I'm just, I'm one of the wokest people in the world. Like I, and I carry it like a badge of honor. And there's I nothing really wrong do. with that. Yes, no, exactly. No. And I think that there's something about, um, you know, this, that's the area, that's that gray area that, you know, I mean, so, you know, Gretman, um, um, 
the governor of Michigan, uh, Whitmer. Uh, I yeah, would love Gretchen, her. I've heard yeah. her speak. She, you know, she's no BS. She's not. She puts the woke thing in just the right situation. And, you know, and, and Biden, you know, I mean, Biden over Trump any day, you know, eight Absolutely. days a week. That's not a problem. Absolutely. But, you know, I do understand that, you know, that um, Americans look at this and they go, you know, wouldn't it make more sense to have somebody who was, um, uh, I guess, more closer to the mean age of Americans, which is probably like, 54 or something. I mean, not 54. It's probably like 44 or something like that. But um, it is interesting. You know, we're getting older and, you know, you know, with Social Security. And I saw that, you know, J.D. Vance talking about that the other day, you know, that the Democrats are trying to take your Social Security away. I'm sorry. What am I doing a talk show here? I'm just on. A, I was on, came by to say hi. I, I know, know, but I love all <laughs> you. I'm going to have to talk topics with you. Are you kidding right now? Uh, but you have to explain why the hell you're called Adam Jones now. That you're alien. Oh, that that's you, Adam. Oh, that you know you, what I, is that how you sneak up on me? Is that how you're doing um, it? No, no. Adam is a. Hang on a second. I'm coming. Adam is a, a friend of mine. <laughs> that's his a, way to get out of it. I know, right? Major League, no, no. It's funny. It's, I didn't even notice that. He's a former Major League Baseball player, and I do his podcast for him. He was a five-time All-Star. Oh, uh, okay. And I, I, I did that for him yesterday, and I obviously forgot to change it. I, I never go out. I never go. I mean, I really never go out anymore. To, You're just a I would love to do a show again. You know, do a show just like this you guys do. Yes. But it, the people don't understand the tremendous effort you guys put into it and how much time it takes to do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's why people should be pouring money into your coffee. Yes, they should. <laughs> should. Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you are welcome anytime. So just hop well, on whenever so you're here. I am changing the time of my show, though, starting in August. I'm oh, going to be what time? nine o'clock in the morning. To what? Nine to 11? Yeah. yeah. And when is Mark's show? He's going to move to 11 to 1. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I yeah. would have to do eight to nine then. You'd have to do something. Yes. Or you could just I love always come eight on. To, eight to nine I could do, you know, and I can, you know, Brian Karen would do it with me too. You know, Brian? I know mm-hmm. Brian. You've had him on yeah, many the White time. House correspondent. He's a yeah. guy, for those of you who don't remember, he's a guy that asked Trump, are you going to leave office if you lose? Remember that? And, yeah. and he, Trump was like, you know, just. He's like a playboy him. reporter. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun. But I mean, you know, it's, it's. It's again what you do, and I know how hard you work at it, both you guys. Um, this is such a great opportunity for people to, you know, to continue. You know, carry on, but you know, KGO at, at its exactly. highest point. You exactly. know? It's so. it's a lot of work, but we like doing it. And uh, yeah. everyone in the comment wants to see you from eight to nine, dude. So, and you always have a seat <laughs> here if you want to come on anytime. So I will miss you guys. We uh, you miss be well. you too. Good to All see right. you, Chip. Bye, nice. bye, Bye. All right, yeah. Oh, it's so great to hear him and see his face. I know, right? Yeah. I know. I love seeing his his name in the in the comments. All right. Well, we got just we got you know put off base a little bit there. Where was I? Oh, I still want to talk about this though. Do I? I have a couple minutes before we do. Yeah, go ahead. Again. Um, let's talk about the effort to save Anchor Brewing. So mm-hmm. apparently, there are three people in San Francisco that want to save Anchor Brewing. Um, their names are uh, Matthews, Withcomb, and Walsh. Okay, I'm just going to use their last name right now because that's what I put down. Mike Walsh, uh, Steve Matthews, and Kyle Withcomb. They are trying to save Anchor Brewing because what's going to happen is, if just to catch people up if you don't know, uh, Sapporo actually bought Anchor Steve and did not do it right. And now Anchor will enter a process called Assignments for the Benefit of creditors. And basically it's instead of bankruptcy, the company's assets are going to be sold off uh, to pay back the creditors. Now, once that starts, Anchor and Sapporo will surrender all control over the brewery's future and bids will be submitted through an assigned liquidator. I'm going to show you some pictures because I pulled pictures of these guys. 
So first off, here's Mike Walsh. There he is holding anchor steam. He's cute. I know, isn't he? He is kind of cute, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so he has um, he is trying to, of course, raise money. So he launched a website. It's called Raising the Anchor. So if you just go to RaisingTheAnchor.com, I believe it is, uh, you can invest. He said he'd consider a crowdfunding component, which would allow Anchor fans to invest in the comeback at the low entry point of $1,000. Now, I know for some people... I thought, it was I thought it was $100, no? $1,000. Okay. That's the crowd. At least that's according to the article in the San Francisco Chronicle. I mean, I didn't invest, so I don't, <laughs> I haven't gone through the process. But yeah, so if you go to Raising the Anchor, let me bring up the website just again. Yeah, Raising the Anchor, you'll see this website. They don't want to let okay. it close. Then you can send a message to express interest. And, and, and I think that that's it. Yeah, so it says it would allow Anchor fans to invest at the, at the low entry point of $1,000. Okay. Then there's Steve Matthews. I do have a picture of Steve, I thought. Steve Matthews, actually, uh, here he is. There he is on the right. Uh, he worked at Anchor Steam. He's a longtime San Francisco resident. Actually, his first beer was uh, an Anchor Steam. They've passively discussed the idea with friends to save the brewery. And what he wants to do, now you tell me what you think. He wants to start a reality TV show called with the working title of how hard could it be? Uh, and then he says, how many tech idiots does it take to run a brewery was the other, but it's too long. So he says this, what the way I'm imagining it is 20 or so people like myself, people in their thirties that have something of a nest egg go in as partners and film it on a show. It's a way to help de-risk the investment. We'd also mm -hmm. be interested in other ways of making it work. So, you know, and then Withcomb wants to transition away from a rebranding and going back to basics, basically like highlight the steam brewer, uh, brewing process, you know, mm -hmm. anchor steam. It's a unique way. They say they should put it front and center so people can actually see how the beer is made. All of these things could work. Um, I like to see people taking matters into their own hands, right? Yeah. Um, now, Kim says I'd pay a hundred bucks to save anchor. I think that it's a thousand, but get 10 people to do it for you, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, and I then, just, do you own a piece of the company? If you, if you kick in a thousand dollars, I'm assuming there's probably something along those lines, maybe not own it, but I don't know when you crowdfund something, you get something in return. So you'd have to get something, but, uh, You'd have to donate the thousand dollars, I guess, to find that yeah. out. Because again, raising the anchor does not have much on its website. I think they're just really trying to gauge interest. So you yeah. can send a message, show the interest. Sandy writes in, I love this. Save Anchor Brewing. Hold on, let me find the website again. Make sure I have the, have it right. It is raisingtheanchor.com. I'm going to share my page yeah. with you guys so you guys can see what it looks like. Here it is. So raisingtheanchor.com, R-A-I-S-I-N-G, the anchor, common spelling.com. And there it is. And you just say they can't let it close. And then you just send a message to express interest. And there you go. So uh, figure I mean, it don't out. You, don't you think it would say something if, you know, how wanted this company is, this beer is, what have you, if exactly. people from the area kind of got together and made it happen? Yeah. And that's uh, nice. You're being called out, Kim. Oh, what did I say? Let's take a moment for a double standard here. Nick, our good friend Nick is calling you oh, out. Kim's okay. knee jerk. He's cute. If a male host says she's hot as the first comment, he gets labeled a pig. Disgusting. Mm. But I will disagree with you here, Nick. 
She didn't say he's hot. She said he's cute. If a guy looked at a picture of a woman, it's like, she's cute. She might get a little bit, but not as bad as that. She's hot. She's so hot. I, makes it sound like you want a boner. I, you know? I thought about that when I said it, but then I thought to myself, well, I'm not saying it in a lascivious way. Like, Thank you. Oh, That's what he's hot. So we should, we should go along with his plan or he's uh, not good looking. So who right. wants to go along with him? It's a good I, picture. You could have said that's a good picture of him. I don't know what a good picture or a bad picture is of him because I don't know him personally, right. but he's a good looking guy. I don't know what's wrong with saying. So you shouldn't comment on anyone's appearance. Okay. Yeah. We okay. just don't do that. My okay. bad. I'm sorry, Nick. You're right. My bad. I'm sorry. I, I rescind. I take back. The I comment. will not take it back. That is a really I nice picture. He does back. look kind of cute. And so, if she's not I mean, saying she's a bony, yeah. I mean, come on, Nick. That's I don't good. think he would be upset that I said that I said he was cute. But if it bothers you, then I'll, I take it back. There you go. Sorry, Nick. She didn't mean it. Yeah. He, he is cute, though. I'll say it anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's do a couple of headlines with Kim. When we come back, I we have to get into the hole. They're going to automatically send us speeding tickets. On Bay Area uh, freeways? Are you serious right now? There's two things that this tells me. One, they totally want to violate. Oh, actually, three things. One, I feel like it's a violation. I feel like you're accusing me of something that you could, you haven't proved. You didn't pull me over. You didn't check it. Da, 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 da. Two, how can we do this, but we can't catch people that open fire on the freeway, right? That kind of pisses me off. <laughs> and finally, three, and most importantly, apparently I can go 10 miles over the speed limit and be just fine. So we'll talk about this. And you guys tell me, do you speed at all? I mean, if it's 65, are you going 65? Or what is your average over speed that you commonly do? Uh, we'll talk about all that next on the Nikki Maduro Show. Now, from around the world to up your street, the Nikki Maduro Show presents News Czar Kim McAllister. All right, back to Trump we go, if you insist. Here it is. This is actually Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reacting to news that Donald Trump may soon be indicted in the special counsel's investigation into the 2021 Capitol riot. Speaking in Columbia, South Carolina today, DeSantis said the former president should have responded more forcefully to put an end to the riot, but that he didn't necessarily commit any crimes. And we got this yahoo. I'm telling you, people, come on. It's a U.S. soldier being held in North Korea after an unauthorized border crossing. CBS News reports the unnamed individual was being escorted back to the United States for disciplinary reasons now and somehow managed to slip through security. Witnesses say the unidentified soldier suddenly bolted across the border after joining a group taking a guided tour of the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. So... My understanding is he's going to be brought back to the United States, but this is not this is not wise. It turns out that batteries that power electric vehicles really aren't holding up very well in extreme heat. According to experts, extreme heat makes a battery work harder and it less efficient. EV drivers will start to notice lower charging capacities in the heat. The best advice from experts, do what you can do to keep your EV cool. And this stud, this is kind of a disturbing story. <clears throat> there is a new study that shows those over 65 years old with dementia are four times more likely to die within the first six months after starting to take an opioid to deal with pain. 
The research presented at the 2023 Alzheimer's Conference in Amsterdam also shows they're six times more likely to die if the opioid is a stronger one like fentanyl, morphine, or oxycodone. The Alzheimer's Association's chief medical officer says potential analgesics can affect impact automatic functions such as heart rate, breathing, and swallowing, which older patients may already have issues with. So that's why. On to a lighter story, unless you're Taco John's. Taco John's throwing in the towel on its Taco Tuesday trademark. The decision comes after rival Taco Bell filed a petition with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office challenging Taco John's three-decade hold on the term. The CEO of Taco John says the company is dropping its fight to defend the trademark to avoid the legal fees. So Taco Tuesday is free for everyone to use. Woo! Everyone was using it anyway. So there you go. <laughs> Happy Taco Tuesday Taco to you. Tuesday today. There it you is. Go. Happy Taco Tuesday. There you go. And lastly, two huge blockbuster films are expected to rake in major, major cash at the box office this weekend. It's a double feature. Well, not really. Greta Gerwig's Barbie. <laughs> is projected to make between 95 and $110 million in its debut. Some experts believe the film, based on the popular toy, could make as much as $140 million. Meantime, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is expected to make $50 million in its first weekend. The two new films, plus the second weekend of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, are expected to give the box office one of its best weekends in a really long time. Well, they're really hoping that that happens. They are. They're yeah. really, really hoping that that happens. Uh, since you mentioned it, I'm just going to show the picture now so I don't forget. This is the pink burger. Okay. So now this pink burger has that pink, the, the pink the pink stuff. Yeah. The pink stuff is uh, a pink barbecue sauce. Uh-huh. So uh, there's a bright pink sauce that they say is like a, a smoky pink sauce so like a barbecue sauce there's crispy diced bacon um the entire meal also Mm -hmm. comes with a drink that includes a donut on the straw which kind of looks cute would you eat something now it's only served in brazil but i think i think it might be making its way to the u.s we'll see how it does in brazil first i'm still not over the pink meat Remember the fast need, food pink meat? You need chicken nuggets? You don't like chicken nuggets? Because that's what no, it is. Yeah. No, pink slime is, is pink chicken slime. nuggets. It's, it's the beef. Yeah. Oh, I thought, it was, uh, I thought it was also the chicken nuggets. No. It's the, I think, well, maybe. But I, I know it's how they made hamburgers. That was the beef concoction. So, yeah, I can't, I can't, um, it's a pink slime is a meat byproduct used yes. as a food additive to ground beef and beef based processed meats. It's a filler or to reduce right. the overall fat content of ground beef. Um, okay. I can't eat a pink burger without thinking of pink slime. I'm out. You know, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. Doesn't bother me. Really? Doesn't bother me <laughs> at all. You want to know why? Because I ate it before I knew that it was made with the pink slime. Yeah. And I'll eat it after. I obviously like what is it? It's uh, uh, what did it, it, um, hydrogen something is in it. That's what makes it uh makes it pink. It's treat oh hydrogen ammonia ammonium hydro hydroxide gas. That's what's injected into pink slime. Yep, yum. And you guys, you guys might criticize me for that, but stop it. 
because you guys ate all that crap before you knew about it and you were just fine. So stop yes, but all now, this. now I know about it. Right. And no can do. No. Yeah. I haven't eaten meat at a fast food restaurant ever since. Yeah, I thought so, Kim. I thought it was also made into chicken nuggets, too. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think it's a beef thing. Is what Hot dogs, saying. bologna, primarily. Look, people, uh, if you want this type of processed meat, it's processed. And yeah. the process you may not like. You know, you don't want to see how sausage is made, literally. <laughs> now, this is just a pink, I think, barbecue sauce, a smoky pink sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. I will. I will. I try it. No, I want to try the donut. <laughs> is it in honor of Barbie or is it? Yeah, just... it's all. It all has to do oh, with Barbie. Okay. It's like a Barbie mill. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you if if it ends up in the United States, if it does well in Brazil, I think that's what it is. It's going to be brought here. Sure. Oh, by the way, David says the McRib uses pink slime. I've never seen <sighs> in my life. My husband has. I'm not a I'm not a McRib eater. I don't like things that are. Okay. Chicken nuggets, the, the, the nugget doesn't exist. Okay. So there's no such thing as a chicken nugget on a chicken. So I already know that it's being molded into a certain shape. It bothers me that they mold the meat into like a rib shape and there's no rib. It's not like they took the bones out and that's what made the little bumps. Okay. It's just, and it's weird. And so it's I don't. It's mystery meat. It's gross. No, Gosh. I don't like mystery meat. Again, I just don't like the molding of it. Look, I'm not, there are no pearls around this neck that I'm going to clutch to say that I haven't <laughs> eaten all this disgusting food. I eat it. Not all the time, but I do eat it. So there we go. I'm sorry. Oh, Amy already got her tickets for Barbie. Are you going to do the Oppenheimer oh. double feature? See Oppenheimer, get really, really depressed, and then go see Barbie and get really, yeah. really happy? I want to do that because I want to see Oppenheimer. Absolutely. I totally, totally want to see it. All right. I'm being distracted. Okay. So <laughs> the, the pink burger, not here yet, but it might be. How do you guys feel about being given an automatic speeding ticket. So there's this assembly bill that would give speeding drivers a ticket by using speed cameras and an automatic billing system. According to the bill, the speed safety system shall capture images of the rear license plate of vehicles that are traveling 11 miles per hour or more over the posted speed limit. And notices of violation shall only be issued to vehicles based on that evidence alone. So you're not going to be pulled over. You're not going to be able to fight it. What do you think? I think it's complete BS. So here's a question. Okay. If it's on city streets, okay. I don't think people should be roaring through city streets anyway, right? In towns and the cities around the Bay Area. Okay. If it's on the freeway, 11 miles an hour over the speed limit really isn't that much, right? I no. mean, if the speed limit's 55 and you're going, what, 67? Right. Come on. Um, I will agree that if it's on city streets, now I don't know, it doesn't specifically say, it says it's going to be implemented in San Jose, Oakland, and San Francisco, among other California cities. It's If it passes, of course, it'll be in place for five years. I'm trying to see if it would only be on certain roads. It do, this article doesn't tell me. Um, my problem is this. We already know that the speed, you know, the speed guns that cops use, they're not 100%. Sometimes right. they have to be recalibrated. How do I know that the camera is working as it should? One, two, I want you to prove to me that the system that you're using to ticket me is accurate. So what if I'm driving next to somebody 
or the, the moment the camera is taken, the camera accidentally takes a picture of my my uh, license plate just because right. the person speeding me just happens to match up at the exact same time. Well, I don't think it's foolproof is what Isn't it though? Like it, they can tell when you hit a certain spot. So they know how long it takes you to get from point A to point B. So they can, then the machine can calculate that you're going too fast. I don't know. I mean, I don't know exactly how this would work. Now, look, Harry has a great point. On the freeway, what happens when you have a group of cars all going over 11 miles per hour? Everybody gets a ticket. You think the camera's going to be able to take a, a, a picture at that exact... They don't have cameras every single foot. It's one camera, probably a Unless certain distance away. Unless you're too close away. to the guy in front of you and they can't see your plate, right. maybe. I don't know. Well, for instance, when I yeah. the last time I got pulled over years and years and years ago, it's been a very, very long time, I ran a red light. So did the person in front of me. So the person in front of me illegally crossed, and I just had to go, and I and I... I made a U-turn. Yeah. And the cop's like, I was going to pull over the person in front of you, but then you did it. So I pulled you over. Now we both oh. committed the crime, yeah. but he's only one person and there's only one yeah. camera probably. Yeah. So I don't feel like it's fair. I don't like it. And again, if we're going to use cameras, can we use it to stop freeway shootings? Can we catch yeah. those people more quickly? Right. Do we really have to go? I, and I, I hear what you guys are saying. So be honest, Kim, do you drive the speed limit to the number? On the freeway? Anywhere. Okay, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> honest, so I'm, woman. I'm so honest. old now. I do not drive the speed limit on the freeway. I probably, unless conditions d warrant it, you know, then I'm probably going faster like than Like traffic? <laughs> yes, okay. No, a rain or what have right. you. Right, okay, okay, conditions okay, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh -huh. Um, but usually on the freeway, I'm not, I'm not in the right lane driving the speed limit. But driving through my neighborhood, I really try to go the speed limit. I really do so because there's cats and not dogs 30. and animals and right. Yeah, yeah. But not thirty. Like you are twenty-five mm -mm. on the nose. You make a point. And it infuriates me. This is why I say I'm old now. It infuriates me when people roar down my street without oh, God, you know, yes. thought to anyone who lives here or the neighborhood. These are people that live in the neighborhood that are I'm frozen again that are speeding through the the neighborhood without thought to their their neighbors and people they live near so because of that i do try to drive the speed limit and i know there have been a lot of pedestrian accidents in my town and so I, i'm trying to be very careful yeah right harry makes a good point every one of those locations will be on ways so guilty i am totally a waser so i'll know you know i always keep if i'm going especially on a long trip where are the cops, where are the accidents, where are all those sorts of things. And they do. They put on ways where the red light cameras are, all those sorts of things. So on one hand, yeah, you're giving people a heads up. On the other, when they're in that area, they're being safe. So it kind of skews it a little bit, I guess. Um, yeah, I, and I know I, I've been caught on red light cameras at intersections before. So have I. Mm -hmm. Sacramento was the last time that happened to me, and it sucked. It was an expensive, expensive ticket. The pictures are hilarious, mind. though. I know. It's always like, <laughs> you're usually like looking up. You're like, damn it. Um, one in San Rafael. We are coming home from the airport in the middle of the night from home from SFO. Right. And we got, we stopped for gas in downtown San Rafael on the way to Petaluma. And we got snapped at a red light camera. My husband's oh. driving. I'm in the passenger seat. And there's Julia in her car seat in the back. And it's just, it's really funny. I thought it was funny. So I put it on the fridge. David did not think that was funny. <laughs> so that's an expensive 
picture right there. Yeah. Um, uh, Nit says I can go five over the, on the freeway, but I try not to that freeway that connects I five with the area. I've hit 90 on that and didn't even realize I five the straightaways. Oh, it's so easy to speed and it's very easy to speed when everyone around you is speeding. Remember when with COVID there was nobody on the road. And so then everyone's like going as fast as they could because there was no one to kind of gauge it a bit. It's all different now. Um, I usually go, full disclosure, I'll totally be honest. I usually go 70 on the freeway. I probably go five miles over the speed limit on the freeway. And I probably go five miles over the speed limit. Like if it's 25, I probably go 30. I'm not jamming, but I'd be lying if I say I go exactly 25. Between 25 and 30, I'm not much of a speeder. You know what I am? I'm a, a get up and goer. Like if the light is green, freaking go. Like let's not. And I have a Prius, so I know that it, it wastes gas by. I'm not slam, but I'm going. Go, just go. Um, I don't. I dislike people that just, just freaking. The gas is on the right. The brake is on the left. Just so freaking I, go. I had. A, I used to, you know, work the many, many, many years ago when I was working overnights at KGO. Right. I would make beat calls and I made yes. friends with this police officer in San Francisco who would answer the phone at night. Right. And so sometimes we go out to breakfast in the morning, just hang out, whatever. And he was telling me in San Francisco, and I would imagine this is applicable everywhere, but especially in the city, you should always count when the light turns green. Okay. One, 1,000, two, 1,000. Oh, before you go, because somebody might three, be going 1, through. He said, if you do that, you will prevent yourself from having serious accidents. And I have had always been the kind of person that the minute the light turns green, I'm like, right now I find myself getting honked at all the time. No, <laughs> I find myself taking a little bit of a slower start. If uh, only to, in, to, to avoid the accidents where someone's coming from the other side yeah, and running. I, the hear red light. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, sometimes I'll look, there's a couple of intersections where by my kid's school, especially there's a turn, there's kind of a curve in the road as it comes up to the intersection. And so I always feel like people see the light before they see, you know, somebody possibly passing through. So I'll look to the left or the right. That is a good tip. All I know, being honest again, because that's all I could be. If I was behind you, Kim, and you're sitting there one, two, three, that's the amount of time I count before I honk my horn. So like, it'll turn green. If the car doesn't go, I'm not an immediate yeah. honker. I go, I look, I go, because I've been caught. Okay. Like you're looking down I'll at something, whatever. Yeah. I don't mind being honked at. I'll take the honk because you don't understand what, that I'm preventing an accident for us both. Could be me. Like, I save. Could have just saved your life. It's you're okay. Welcome. That's exactly right. <laughs> I blow a little kiss and say thank you so much to you too. I'll blow something. I don't know if it's a kiss, but yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't think that this is right. I don't like this bill at all. I don't. I feel like if we're going to put resources to something especially right now when we, we do, I mean, there was that another shooting recently in Oakland where that kid was hit by a bullet. Like we need to get yeah. that in order. I want to use the cameras for that. Yeah. I want to use it to, to make it quicker for that. Now speeding while I agree is very, very dangerous. I'm not saying it's not, I know that it kills people. People get in major accidents. Absolutely. But if we're going to be investing in something, can we make it the investment into something that makes it really just quick, quicker and faster for cops to get where they need to go? Because I think that that's what uh, they should do. Um, new anti-theft gates. Speaking of crimes, new anti-theft gates have been installed at several San Francisco Safeway locations. We've been kind of following that. It's been here in San Jose as well. Do I bet they don't have it in Petaluma. 
What you is don't it? have these. It's these anti-theft gates. So basically when you go into the grocery store with your cart, they only swing one way. So when you go into the grocery store, you you just walk through. It's like a turn, not a turnstile, but some like the, the, the gates just open, but they only open one way. So if you try and fill up your cart right. and go out the way you came, they don't open. And then if you try to bust through an alarm is sound and that sort of thing. I haven't um, seen those in Petaluma. So there was a grocery store, even before all of this, you know, Walgreens news headlines and things like that. There was a grocery store for years by my in-laws that had it. And I actually just thought it was just kind of a, a way to guide traffic, you know, into the grocery store. I never really thought anything of it. And now when these stories are coming out, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I don't feel like it's any problem. I don't really feel like this is the Bay area going to hell in a handbasket. I think that if you want people to enter the store one, a certain way and two deter theft seems to me like an easy answer. And it's also cheap. It's probably cheaper than hiring another security guard to watch each door. Right. It's like, this is going to do the work of a security guard. If you try to bust through, it'll sound an alarm, which will bring hopefully police in a, in a short period of time. And if you're not planning on stealing anything, why do you care? How sad um, that we have to do that, though, that we have to go to this these lengths. See, that's what I, but that, that comment is exactly what I'm hearing so often. And yeah, Heather says, there, they just put in my local Safeway in San Jose. It was kind of a surprise, but it doesn't really bother me. It is really not, um, how do I put this? You know, the aesthetic of it, it's not like a metal detector, right? It's not anything like that. It's just, you push your cart through. It's just these like metal bars that are rounded that yeah. you just got to push through. It doesn't seem that bad. And people are just taking it as if this is just the latest nail in the coffin for the Bay Area. And I just don't get it. Um, SF Tesla says Walgreens had some, a trademark of their milieu as a freebie as they were, they break easily and those could hardly hold anyone back. Oh, I did. I haven't tried mm. to break one. I think they might be a little bit, but I think it, the sounding of the alarm, like I'm not surprised that someone would try to break through it, but I do think that you don't want to sound the alarm. You don't want to bring attention. Perhaps they'll work. Uh, Wes says Aldi always had those. See, so I just, I just don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I think that more stores should do it because unfortunately the headlines are, are consumed by the actions of a few. And I'm going to, I totally maintain that. I do not believe all of society. It's just a free for all. I yeah. told you about how that guy at big lots. I actually witnessed some guy just walking out and I was flabbergasted that I yelled at him. But I was standing with most of the people in the store who would never do anything like that. And yeah, Heather, if you're not planning to steal a bunch of crap, why would you be upset at it? So anyways, I think that it's a good thing. I think it's an answer to something that, you know, we need to address because people, for whatever reason, have to steal things that don't belong to them. Freaking jerks. Something oh, exciting just jerks. happened at my house. Uh-oh. I'm getting Share pictures. It. The ice maker that we I purchased from Amazon Prime Day has arrived. has arrived. It's been hooked up. I got a picture of it being hooked up moments ago, and the first ice has fallen. Okay, into the is, it, ice is it the maker. ice that you like? It's Nugget Ice. It's Nugget, it's nugget ice. ice. I love Nugget Ice. See Nugget. Now this is a family that haven't hasn't had ice in a couple of years. 
The ice You've had ice. Been... You're just lazy. You don't want to make it out of the freaking thing. No, the ice is broke. The ice maker is broken. We have this horrible refrigerator that we had the repair guy but come you out multiple could times. Make ice. Oh, there's no room in the refrigerator for. And then you slosh the water all over the place, and it spills everywhere. Plus, it's it's hard first because world yeah. problems, first yeah. world problems. Like, uh, we have this whole contraption that freezes ice, but water would slosh, and I'd have to fill something else up. Well, and there's too much stuff in there. It's not we. It's not an environment conducive to ice trays. Let's just say that. Uh, Wes says nugget ice, like in a cheap motel. Nugget ice is in the best yes. ice ever. The yes, crunchy yes, Wes. ice, just like that. <laughs> the crunchy, crunchy ice. That's awesome. So I guess yeah. you lost the whole under the sink professional ice maker battle. There's no professional. No, this is a cheapo ice maker. Yeah. But, but there's ice in my kitchen for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Amy says owning an ice maker is the shit. I'll never <laughs> not have one again. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, we have one I'm in the door. I'm joining your party, Amy. Here we are. That is awesome. Well, congratulations, yeah, thank uh, you. Kim. Thank you very much. I know, I know how important it is to have good ice. I love yeah. some good ice. I absolutely do. Okay. Um, did you hear, I'm going to throw this in before we go to your news. So I don't know if you saw this, but this kind of broke across my screen. And I think, yeah, it came out just a handful of minutes ago. Okay. Santa Clara has a new mayor. Who's the mayor? Taylor Swift. Now oh. it's kind of tongue in cheek. So Santa Clara is making Taylor Swift an honorary mayor. She comes to Santa Clara in 10 days for her first, the 28th and the 29th. Today they will proclaim Taylor Swift as an honorary mayor and name Santa Clara to Swifty Clara with her highly <laughs> anticipated era's tour. I didn't even share this. Do you want to know how close I came to getting tickets for face value, for face value, 250 bucks. I was this close. What happened? Somebody that I know. Else? Yeah, somebody that I know uh, through my kid's school mm -hmm. just randomly posts on Facebook. She's like, I have two tickets to Taylor Swift that I'm selling. I don't, I don't want to overpay. I'll just, I'm just looking for face value. And I, I was instant. I was the second comment, but who yeah. knows where else she posted it. And I was like, I'll buy them. I'll buy them over face value, like whatever. But I was too late. And so I didn't get them. I was so oh, disappointed. You know, if she had known how much you really wanted them, she probably oh, would have gone with you. No, I, I I am absolutely hands down positive. I was not. Not like that she doesn't like me, but I'm sure she knows so many people that are closer to her yeah, in like real yeah. life that are above me. But yeah, I just, and I feel like so, so, you know, I'm trying to listen to the radio for stations that I don't work for. Uh, I'm yeah. trying my hardest to get uh, me and my daughter some tickets, but I don't think it's going to happen because I cannot pay $1,200 a ticket. I know people, none of you think it's a big deal, but I just, I really want to go. I really, really do. But for, uh, for this weekend or next weekend, Santa Clara will be Swifty Clara as Taylor Swift is the honorary mayor uh okay we're gonna do some headlines then we come back we'll stick it we'll stay in the kind of the celebrity area miranda lambert do we have any miranda lambert fans she chastised someone she actually stopped her concert to chastise someone in the audience and now that person or someone from that group is giving miranda lambert a piece of her own medicine also, uh, America's Got Talent fans, you know, uh, Maureen Langan, hopefully, will be back on that show very soon. They're, de they're demanding that they change the name of the show. Uh, and so we'll get into why that is. Um, oh, and I did want to talk about how Martha Stewart is, is extremely out of touch 
with the rest of us low, lower income people. Uh, that's all coming up <laughs> after the news on the Nikki Maduro Show. Now, from around the world to up your street, the Nikki Maduro Show presents News Czar Kim McAllister. I'm so excited about the ice that I don't have a lot of pictures for you, but I do have this fellow, the investigation into the Gilgo with a G, not a D, the Gilgo beach murders in New York continues as officials build their case against suspected serial killer Rex Howerman. The search for answers expanding to South Carolina, where FBI agents say they recovered Howerman's older Chevy Avalanche truck, which could be a potential key piece of evidence in this case. Evidence teams have been back into Howerman's Massapequa Park home as well. Again, uh, a suspected serial killer uh, killing sex workers on the beach in the uh, Gilgo area of New York. Police are doing an about face. They now say four of six women found dead in Portland, Oregon, in that area, appear also to be victims of a serial killer. So uh, authorities previously insisted there was no link between the half dozen suspicious deaths. Jesse Lee Calhoun, who was already being held on unrelated charges, has been ID'd as a person of interest in this case as well. This might not be your ideal vacation spot, just to note. But Russian tour operators are reminding tourists they need to cross through war zones in Ukraine in order to get to their summer vacation in Crimea. The illegally annexed Ukrainian peninsula on the Black Sea is a popular summer vacation destination and an important source of revenue for Putin. Russian tourists will now have to travel through Ukraine after the Kerch Bridge, which connects Crimea to mainland Russia, was attacked by Ukrainian forces. So now if you want to go on vacation, you have to go through a war zone to get there. And I'm thinking, not so worth it. 20% of Apple's growth will come from consumers in India. That is according to an analysis of the next five years by Morgan Stanley. Analysts see a stock price target of $220 for Apple, $40 billion of revenue created in India over the next decade. Here in the North Bay, there is a 13-year-old boy recovering after he was bitten by a rattlesnake. This happened near Calistoga. The boy was airlifted to a hospital treated with anti-venom on Sunday. Authorities didn't provide an update on his condition yesterday, but in early June, a 7-year-old boy was hospitalized after he was bitten by a rattlesnake in Mount Diablo State Park in Walnut Creek. So if you're out in the wilderness, be careful. Some pretty heavy hearts in the South Bay, Santa Clara County Sheriff's Office. They say two deputies died last week within days of each other. One was a 27-year-old veteran of the department, Richard Reynolds. He suffered a medical emergency as he was heading out for work. Then over the weekend, a 24-year veteran was killed driving home after his shift. The CHP says a suspected drunk driver or someone under the influence of some substance was going the wrong way on Highway 87 and hit Arturo Romero head-on just a few months before he was due to retire. Bay Area getting a freeway camera cameras very soon. Caltrans plans to have them installed by this fall in the wake of several freeway shootings, as Nikki mentioned. The latest victim, an eight-year-old boy still in the hospital trying to 
uh, survive. He was hit in the crossfire of a gun battle on Friday night on Interstate 580 in Oakland. An Alameda County supervisor says cameras alone won't stop the violence. He wants all cities to work with law enforcement on prevention techniques for this gun violence. A San Francisco grocery store taking action to stop shoplifters. Safeway, as Nikki was mentioning, is putting in new gates at the self-checkout area. The sliding barriers open when the receipt is scanned. Shoppers have noticed them at two stores, the Fillmore and the Outer Mission, other supermarkets using similar devices and limiting entrances. And the Santa Clara County Animal Shelter is apparently at crisis right now. It is so overcrowded that at least three dogs were expected to be put down last night, sadly. It will continue as the shelter remains in what they call a code red. Workers say they haven't been uh, pleading for people to adopt since they have been, rather, pleading for people to adopt since oh. December, but they continue to get more dogs coming in than are going out. That's so so those with behavior issues, possibly from being abandoned or abused, are first at risk of being put to sleep. Uh, and I can't even imagine working in a shelter and work, working with these animals and you do that because you love animals and then yeah. having to do that. That's awful. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. So if you're thinking about adopting an animal, the shelter in Santa Clara County is the one that needs some help. Mm-hmm. And lastly, speaking of animals, mm-hmm. Otis, the 80-pound dog is safe after a group of teen hikers carried him down a trail. Salt Lake City native Brett Peterson was backpacking with his son when his dog Otis collapsed suddenly. Oh. He no- Otis's paws were bloodied and he couldn't move. So they ran into Jeff Eves and his young men's group hiking together as part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The teen boys between the ages of 11 and 14 helped carry Otis down, rotating some of the most difficult parts of the trail. Eves praised the boys for being willing to carry another person's burden, even though the path was rough. Good boys. That's awesome. That is a great story. I'm Kim McAllister. And this is the Nikki Maduro Show. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Click that thumbs up button to show your support of the show. Please do that. All right. Now, I was just talking about Taylor Swift. And I know many of you don't agree with me. You don't like her. I feel like she's not everybody's cup of tea. But if you know her history, her work, the fact that she's re-recording all of her sounds. Did you know, Kim? I don't know if you're a big Swifty or not. Did you know that it was actually Kelly Clarkson's idea for Taylor Swift to re-record all of her songs? No, I didn't. So if you don't know the background, Scooter yeah. Braun and Taylor Swift, you know, she dislikes the guy. She, he got all of her her masters. It was big news several, I think like four years ago. And Kelly Clarkson just tweeted at her or Instagram, whatever, sent a message on social media, said, just an idea. Uh, And I think the anniversary of it was like yesterday or the day before. So that's how I know because I didn't know this either. She's like, you could probably just re-record everything and then add a little bit of new art or something so people want to buy that album instead of the old one. Like, I would buy all your albums, your new ones. And so every time you listen to Taylor Swift on the radio or whatever, it's the Taylor version. A lot of work to do that. She's been doing this since she was like 14 years old, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so she's been doing this for a very, very long time. When you are an artist, when you work on something, uh, when you're singing, you probably want people to pay F attention, right? Well, I think Miranda Lambert was a bit frustrated at one of her concerts. Now, 
uh, she's about to sing a song. I'm going to play you uh, the video of it. And she basically is in the middle, right at the beginning of singing it, when she stops the concert because she is basically fed up. Here we go. I'm going to stop right here for a second. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about the selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. Okay. So what was she upset about there? So the, I'm going to show you the picture. So apparently these ladies, on, let, me, let me bring it up. We're taking this picture right before Miranda Lambert said what she said. Here we go. So see Miranda Lambert in between. Yeah. That's the picture that Miranda Lambert was seeing. So she was seeing these girls, the back of these girls heads right. as she was starting the song. Um, obviously it's embarrassing. They have really good seats as you can, as you can see, right? So they probably paid out the ass for him. Do you think well, something's wrong with that? I mean, if they want to take a selfie, take a selfie. Great point. I mean, I paid money for this ticket. I should be allowed to do, although I'll say this, you know, especially at comedy shows or whatever. Yes, you paid for your ticket, but let the person perform. If you're talking through the whole entire thing, if you're standing up and mm. I, I can understand there's some behavior that that the artist or the comedian wouldn't like. There's well, a difference, though, between a big concert and like a, a quiet venue where someone's true. speaking or a, um, a uh, an orchestra, say, right. where decorum is necessary. But at a rock concert, when there's so many people doing so many things, I think all you can hope for is that no one chucks some, something on stage or yeah, you know, right. no one's hurting each other. If someone's taking a picture, that should be the least of your worries. Well, speaking to NBC News, Adela Kalin, who was one of the women that was criticized, was quote-unquote appalled by the country star's behavior. She said, I felt like I was back at school with the teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit down back in my place. I feel like she was determined to make us look like we were young, immature, and vain, but we were just grown women in our 30s to 60s trying to take a picture. Now, Kaylin's 43. She said the group sat very close to the stage, had tried to take photos before the show started, but the lighting wasn't great. So toward the end of the show, she asked a woman sitting behind them to take a snap of her and her friends. It was 30 seconds at most. We took the picture quickly and we were going to sit back down. But then, of course, Lambert said what she said. They ended up walking out. Would you have walked out? It depends on how big of a, a Miranda Lambert fan I am. Well, I mean, uh, Kim I mean, says he's I, 750 bucks a seat. Obviously, oh, yeah, probably not. I probably would have st stayed for the the show if I still like her music. Right, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, can you can you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you've, you were muffled for like two seconds when you started talking, but no, oh, okay, fine. sorry. Um, sometimes my mic is mm -hmm. just a pain in the ass. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I would not have left. Mm -mm. I, you know, me being me, I probably would have just been stoked that they noticed me. <laughs> Like, sorry, like, totally sorry. <laughs> Keep going, right? That's all. That's Miranda. <laughs> that's what I would have done. Oh, like, oh, wait a minute. I would have said sorry, sorry, sorry. I would have, because my mind goes that way. Like they, they noticed me, right? Like yeah. if it was somebody speaking to me, like if she didn't like it, it might be embarrassing a little bit. But um, 
Karen says they are immature and vain. Miranda is right. They could do that during the break or after the show. Don't you think, though, how they left a spot for Miranda Lambert? They wanted her in the photo. Yes, it exactly. It was kind of a cute idea, I thought. It's a concert. Yeah, This I is know. not an event where you need to sit still and be quiet, right? Uh, now, Cheryl says, do you think that Miranda even knows she was in the picture? Probably not. She and Nix is taking a group photo just as the artist starts singing. And obviously, there was Flash involved. Yeah, it does look like yeah. the picture does kind of look like there was a Flash because they looked lit up. Right. It's a dark venue. That would piss me off. Right. Because there's supposed to be no flash photography anyway. You're not supposed to have flash photography. Um, Vilma says, Nikki, you would be embarrassed if you were at the Taylor Swift concert and that happened to you. I'm going to let you know. I highly doubt Taylor Swift gives two rats asses that people no. are taking pictures. I think she kind of lives for have it. Have you seen all the selfies at the exactly. Taylor Swift concerts? I mean, no, I think, I think that's she what you expect it. of your fans. And I wouldn't chastise fans for taking a picture. I think that's yeah. rude. I agree with you. I think, it, you know, they paid money. You could still sing the song. Now, look, if it lasted for minutes, right? Like they were saying it was 30 seconds. If it lasted for minutes and it was really distracting, you could tell people were turning their heads. I'd be like, yo, finish that up over there. But because yeah. she was like, sit. And then people were posting videos of past concerts where Miranda Lambert has literally taken somebody's phone and taken a picture during the concert. Right. So it's and that would have been more fun if she saw them doing that to like, you know, say, oh, everybody, hold on. We're taking a photo. And yeah, then like, like, you know, going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> have fun with it because that's yeah. everyone documents everything. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, okay. Keeping it in the celebrity vein, kind of. America's Got Talent. We're waiting to see uh, if Maureen Langan is going to come back. I did not realize because uh, she posted on her Facebook page that even though she got all the judges to say, okay, they don't invite everyone back to the, the show. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you kind of get your hopes up, right? I think uh, she's going back. Oh, do you? I do. Well, good, 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 good. I yeah. hope so. Because that's just going to be so fun to watch somebody that you know. Well, fans of the show say that it's not fair and that they should change the show and it should not be named America's Got Talent because... They say experienced acts from other countries' versions of the show compete in America's Got Talent. So apparently, like, uh, there is, you know, there's one in other countries, let's just say Italy. I'm just going to choose mm -hmm. a country, right? And um, all of a sudden, they go from Italy's Got Talent to America's Got Talent, and they're able to perform. Um do you have Do you to win Italy's? You have to win Italy's competition before you get to the American one. I don't know the rules of that. So according to the Sun, there's something called the Ramad Ramahani Brothers. Uh -huh. They auditioned in the second week of season 18, but had previously competed on Australia's Got Talent. So I'm assuming they got on the competition part. Uh, they also saw a Japanese dance team. Avant-garde take the stage, but they already had six, 651,000 followers on Instagram and were already popular. So people are saying, one, should they be based and yeah. live in America? And two, you kind of think it's not a nobody, but like somebody rising up. They're not already a celebrity. If you have right. 651,000 followers, do you need America's Got Talent to raise the bar? Now, I would argue... Out of the country, that kind of raises the question because it's America's with an apostrophe S as if right. it's our country's people competing. But 
the follower count, I don't think that really matters. It, it's breaking through. You can have a million followers, but not everybody knows you, right? It doesn't well, necessarily. And, and, and you no know, one in America knows you yet. So you're trying to, you know, break this barrier as well. Yeah, I don't exactly. know, though. If it's America's Got Talent, it should be Americans competing. We have this discussion in my house uh, regarding the Great British Baking Show. Okay. And whether or not my husband, who during the pandemic decided that, you know, he was going to bake all of our bread and uh-huh. became a, a devotee of the Great British Baking Challenge, like, can't, could he compete? Or no. do you have to be British? Yes. And apparently you have to be from yes. uh, England, Ireland, Scotland. You have to be from the UK, that whole area, right? Sorry, David. Uh, Sorry, you can start David. your own here in the US. Yeah. And yeah. Kim says they should change the name because I think they have Europe's Got Talent too. Are Americans allowed there? Maybe they are. I don't know. Right. Uh, but American Idol is only Americans. Yeah. So or maybe they have an America's Got Talent. And then for, you know, when you if you whoever wins all the competitions around the world, they go to the world championships got talent. What, right. You know, world's or like got all stars. Or yeah, the right. world's got talent or something yeah. like that. That's a that's a good point. So yeah, yeah, I think oh, Susan Boyle apparently came from Britain's Got Talent. So yep. you know, I think it's one of those things where, again, now that we know Maureen's in it, are you competing against your fellow Americans? Or are you competing against the friggin' world over here? Right? right. And that has to make it even harder for Americans to get on the show. Uh, Martha Stewart is being called out for being out of touch. And I don't know who this surprises. Nobody. <laughs> so apparently she posts on her social media page about this Australian black truffle. Uh, She says, thank you to Raymond Mizrahi for introducing me to black diamond caviar, black truffles from Australia. Yesterday's truffle was pure, fresh, fragrant, and so, so black and the tastiest truffle I have ever eaten. I served it sliced thinly, then chopped, warmed in clarified butter and tossed with Italian made spaghetti and sea salt. Try it. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture of the black truffle page where you can purchase this black Paragold <laughs> truffle. You see it right there? $250 for four ounces of it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some people are like, yeah, uh, Martha, I love you, girl, but I need another stimulus check. Uh, and then another person says, Martha casually telling us to try Australian black truffle like we plebs have access to it. Now it is sold out. So obviously someone has access There's to it. There's a lot of people with access to it. Maybe Martha bought them all. Exactly. She's like, I wanted to try it. I'm just going to serve it everywhere and just give it to us lowly people, sell it at Target or something like that. But and not all rich people are like this. Did you hear? I don't. This came out a couple of days ago. But the wife of Warren Buffett, Astrid, she was overheard complaining about a $4 cup of coffee at this summer camp for billionaires. That's the nickname of it in Sun Valley. That's why they're rich. Thank you. That is exactly what I said. I was like, and that is how you stay rich. You don't overpay on stupid black truffles and you sure as hell don't pay more than $4. Someone tried to charge me four bucks for something. I'd be like, wow, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot of money. The other day we went to the movies last weekend. We saw, uh, we saw the Indiana Jones movie. Oh, okay. And we forgot to bring this is a moment where, again, I'm trying not to use plastic and fra- plastic-free July. Right. But we didn't bring. Uh, I brought my a can of fizz. I call it fizzy water with me. Right. But my husband didn't. So he's like, "Can you get me a bottle of water?" No. 
So <laughs> I order a large bottle of water. At the movies? At the movies. Nope, it's yeah. $5. $5 oh, yeah. for a bottle of water. Yep. $5. I said, no, thank you. <laughs> no, we're not having that. You're not overcharging me and breaking my promise to not buy plastic. So no. Sorry, David. I don't pay $5 for a bottle of water. But usually, like if someone charged me $4 for a, something at Starbucks, I wouldn't bat an eyelash. But that that's why they're rich because they're thinking, nope, this is not worth what I'm paying for. I'm not doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, apparently in Sun Valley, $4 is the cheapest coffee available at the resorts cafe that serves, you know, pastries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and some now, again, could she pay it? Absolutely. <laughs> a million times over yes exactly but it's it's the point of it's the nickel and diming of life that gets you what do they always say um it's not the avocado toast or the star starbucks trip that does you in it's yeah. the compounding of everything that does yeah. you in so it's the the going out to eat and picking up mcdonald's mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you've yeah. spent a hundred dollars yeah. and you don't think you've spent any money right so you have to keep track and hell yeah that's how she got freaking that's how she her got name it. is astrid 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 buffett <laughs> Astrid Buffett is a rich lady's name. Yeah. Is it not? She's not his first wife, but she is his, I think, second. I don't know. Astrid Buffett. Name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Astrid Buffett, the wife of billionaire investor Warren Buffett. God. Yeah. Must be nice. No one hit the Powerball again. You want to know why it didn't pop is I didn't buy a ticket. It's waiting That's why me. they're waiting again, for you. I didn't buy a ticket. I keep forgetting. I swear to God. It's, I, a, I, it's a billion dollars. It's a billion dollars. And somebody has to win. See, people are like, your odds are low. Yeah, odds are low, but somebody has to Eventually, win. Eventually, someone's getting a billion dollars, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, half that and then uh, less taxes, right? Because you're going to take the cash payout. You'll take the cash payout and then it's what, like a third of it or half right. of it goes to the IRS. Right. And then still... you're paying taxes. So by the time well, you're you pay, all said well, and you done. Pay, yeah, you pay taxes. So if you take the lump sum, you just pay taxes once. If you take the annuity, you pay it every year. Right. So definitely we were talking about this earlier. Take the lump sum. Right. right. And then find somebody to manage it. Live off the interest, which you should. I think someone was on the news this morning. I think they were saying you get like $30 million a year after taxes. I mean, come on, people. I swear to God. I mean, it is just too much money, but it, you can't win if you don't play. I got to buy my ticket, though. I really, really do. Um, okay. Finally. We've been following the um, the writer strike, the actor strike. Yeah, there is a show, a series that has gotten a waiver to continue production. Oh, which series? It is the popular Christian-based TV series, The Chosen. Have you seen it? I, I no. Don't. Uh, my parents watch it. Uh, I have not watched it. Apparently, it's really well done. Uh, so apparently, showrunners announced on Sunday that they had gotten the green light to move forward with production, including their main cast, several of whom are in the actors union. This is the first show to catch a break. Now, some people may be starting to scream. Oh my God. It's because it's religious. There's no, that has nothing to do with that. Now. I don't know how you feel about this, but apparently it's because it's an independently run production. So, so it has nothing to do with the studios. It has no ties yeah. to a TV or movie studio as far as funding. Uh, it basically, I didn't know this as I don't watch the show. It started as a crowdfunded show and initially got off the uh, ground crowdfunding, but it's gone mainstream. You can watch it on Netflix, Amazon, CW, Peacock, other places like that. So yeah, that, my friends, is why The Chosen will still have production, which 
I guess makes the case for more independent studios and production companies. You can get big names. You get a waiver from strikes like this. Mm-hmm. Could be a double-edged sword if you're really trying to make an impact, though. I have two quick headlines I want to tell you before yes. we go. Yeah. First of all, Las Vegas police say they have executed a search warrant in oh. the murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. Wait. So they what? are they searched a home in the Las Vegas area. They've confirmed a search warrant was served in Henderson, Nevada, and added that the department would have no further comment. Of course, uh, Tupac Shakur died six days after being shot September 7th, 1996 in Las Vegas, and no one has ever been arrested. What? This is nuts. Yeah. So I wanted to let you know that. And also, one quick little headline about Meta. Uh They are unveiling AI technology to rival ChatGPT. It's free for use, just like OpenAI. It's called Llama 2. I don't trust Facebook or Meta with anything yeah. else of my information. They have enough of it with Instagram well, and Facebook. You're just going to have to get all of Microsoft. my data. Out. It's Meta and Microsoft for Llama 2, the new okay. AI. Wow. That's I'm going to have to follow that yeah. Tupac thing. We yeah. will be talking about that tomorrow. So hopefully yeah. we'll have definitely more details on that. All right, guys. I really appreciate all of you guys being here each and every day. Please click the thumbs up button to show your support of the show. The super chat, you can uh, donate even during the replay. Big thanks to Deidre with the oh. latest coming with a $20 super sticker. Denise Deidre. also came in with a $20 super sticker. Thank and you, Wes, you started us off with a $5 yes. super sticker. You Thank guys are you. great. We appreciate yeah. it so much. But please... We are 100% crowdfunded, just like the first was, <laughs> right? Uh, we want to grow just as big. So please yeah. become a monthly Patreon subscriber. You choose the amount. You could bump up the amount. Thank you to everyone who's done that. Just go to thenickymadoroshow.com. Click the Patreon link. Become a Madorable. We really appreciate it, and we depend on it oh so very much. Uh, we don't want to break you. But if you can donate, we would absolutely love it. Uh, and again, just go to the com for all the ways to share our show uh, with all your family and friends. All right. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye. Nikki, you're all so awesome. You sprout like a beautiful blossom. You're all so the best. I really can't rest. You're all so awesome. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs>